This is Mark. This is just a quick message before the episode to remind you that you are listening to Mark and Paul's Opinion Hour, but you are about to hear Paul and I refer to the show as the best podcast. This is due to unforeseen incompetence. If you'd like to know more about why and what happened, I'll refer you to the disclaimer you'll find before episode one. If we could just get these first five episodes done and we can put the whole sorry affair behind us. Anyway, that is all. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the best podcast, episode two. We've done with episode one now. Uh, It's all done and dusted. What we've decided to do is is at the beginning of every podcast, we're going to have a little post-mortem of the podcast before and figure out what we what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. We're, we're encouraging feedback from everybody so as to sort of iterate on, on the format, on how, what we're doing, the segments, how we are, how we're, how we're getting on, because we're, we're new to this. Both of us have never done a podcast before, and so we're keen to make this the best that we can, and I think that the only way that we make things better is by constantly evolving and, and, and trying to make sure that, that we get better. So we're, we're going to start by kind of just having a, a look back, well, not a look back, a listen back, as, as we did to the first one. And so, Mark, what, what were your thoughts on, on the first pod? Well, overall, Paul, I thought it was pretty positive. I thought, considering it, it was our very first go, we could come, well, I'd come with absolutely zero pre- preparation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still thought it went better than I was expecting to. So I did the edit and it, I thought that what I put in the end, I mean, there was a few bits and pieces I could hear in the background on the edit that we need to be a bit more like slick on in the future. But overall, I thought it was good. I think it's always easy to be very self-critical, you know, when you hear yourself recorded, because we're, like I said, we're so new to this. Yeah. Even just listening to my own voice. I, I, it was I, quite challenging. You know? I have to say, I felt, I think I, I felt sorry for you. Having to do the edit, uh, just to uh, to let everybody know, you know, at the end of it, I'm, you know, because I'm the talent here. I I kind of just well, absolutely. Left, I mean, that, left we the agreed building. that at the start. Yeah, didn't yeah, we, we left yeah. the we agreed that. Well, I left the building, and Mark had the, the the job of kind of sitting down, and you know, with the new software, we've never used it before, and and editing. And I think that there's something about listening back to your own voice whilst you're doing that that takes a bit of getting used to. And I think I think we'll get used to it. Yeah. But I think that, that that starts to be kind of a, oh, God, do I sound like that? Did I say that? The, I... Yeah, the worst thing for me was it wasn't, <clears throat> so it's getting over the listening to your own voice, which is always a challenge for anyone, you know, unless, you, unless you're used to it. But, oh, my God, I, I don't know whether I was just ultra aware of it because it was me, but I picked up some stuff. I kept saying the same things over and over. I said scales falling from my eyes about two separate things i think i hardly i never say that phrase that's, ever that's your catchphrase right? <laughs> that's what's going on the t-shirt that's for sure. <laughs> and i think i also there was something i said to you as well oh yeah i think like uh, i'll bow to your greater wisdom on this i think i said that to you three separate times in the one podcast and i was like what is the matter with you i just couldn't speak anymore yeah so but i don't know whether anyone else would have even noticed that but no. i was high i was you know acutely aware of that so that's what i'm going to sort of try and focus on in in the future try and be a bit more relaxed and just talk like i normally would and not say weird phrases over and over again it's 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 funny because you know we're just not used to this i mean for example you know we did 
first of all, we referred back to stuff we'd already said in the in in the podcast. We kind of rambled a little bit. We did a few segments that didn't really work. I think that that we weren't that comfortable with at the end. Mm. And I think that that's all a learning curve, right? Exactly. Because it makes it so much more difficult f- to edit if we are referring back to things or even sort of forecasting stuff that we're going to do later on in the pod, yeah. which we just end up not doing either. We've not got time for or whether you know we just you know did it and it wasn't very good yeah so i think that we'll, we'll learn as we go along but we'll make it better this week we've decided to we've had a little tinker haven't we yeah. a little tinker we've had a little tinker we've decided to switch it up a bit we, we've still gone with a, a theme mm-hmm. which this week is sports mark and i are both sports fans so we kind of you know sports fans i sound like an american there we're a sports <laughs> fan i love sports so you know we, we've decided to stick with a theme but try some different segments, some different sort of variations on the theme. So, you know, you'll see that coming up in, in, to, in today's pod. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is that, so we like the idea of the, the best thing. And I think that the reason we want that, although we hadn't really sort of like massively discussed it before, but since last episode we mm. have, is that we want, we want this to be a positive thing. We want to inject a bit of positivity out there, don't we? Yeah. So, you know, there's an endless miserable news cycle i've stopped listening to a lot of news i used to consume a lot of news and i've really pared that back now because it's just too depressing so we want this to be perhaps a little bit of an antidote to that sort of thing so that's kind of like a bit of a guiding guiding principle for us moving forward Yeah. also for me i think that you know i'm kind of the the opposite of michael gove with kind of you know when he said he's had (laughs) enough of experts i can't get enough of oh yeah and what people don't want necessarily is my take or your take on on the you know the news at the moment so Mm. i'm more to you know if i if i you know i I consume quite a few podcasts if i want a political one i I listen to a political podcast if i want a newsy one i listen to a newsy one there's there's not a lack of there's not a lack of podcasts out there for different tastes what would you how would you classify this one i would say what light entertainment uh, yeah, I think light entertainment chat, light entertainment chat. Yeah, with a with a li- with a heavy hand of bants. I think uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a bants with it. Sorry, uh, with a Z. Oh, of course. Okay, that's yeah. fine. And uh, I think there's going to be you know a few facts along the way, and certainly we're going to sort out some of the bests where, wherever we can. Yeah, indeed. Great. Right. So with that, on with the podcast. Let's go. Okay, so as part of this new format that we're thinking with these new different segments, and also in the spirit of trying to be quite, you know, put about a bit of positivity out there, we thought that we would start every week with a segment that is called What's the Best Thing That's Happened to You This Week? And Paul and I would mention maybe one, two, or actually in this case for me, I might mention three Jesus. good things that have happened to us this week. In fact, I'm going to mention three and I'm going to let Paul decide which of those is the best. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I've only got one. It makes me makes my life Did seem you? shit. Well, I've got three, but they're all sort of like different things oh, and nice. they're good for different reasons. So there's a little bit of texture, I thought. Hey, if you if you if you lead a blessed existence, exactly. Who am I to tell you you can't have three best things? Thanks, Paul. And I'm going to kick off with something that's actually it's very apropos of of the theme this week because the, one of the best things that's happened to me this week is England winning the T20 World Cup final. Yeah. Did you see any of that? Are you a cricket I, guy? I watched all of it. 
Did actually. you? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, was great. at this point, I, I have to shout out my friend Greg, whose Sky Sports subscription. Oh, well, I whilst use. you're doing that, I'll shout out my friend Chris, whose Sky Sports subscription I use. I'm glad that Sky's not making any money off of us. It's, it's, it's the iPad license. I just watch it on my iPad next to my computer whilst I'm doing some work. So, yeah, I Fantastic. watched it all. Good it, was, stuff. it was amazing. Yeah. Nail biting for a bit. Yeah, absolutely. It got a little bit hairy, didn't it? But anyway, that was great. So, um, I think the main one that I initially wrote down as the best thing that's happened to me this week yep. was, and we've already alluded to it in the intro, but it was doing the edit for our episode one. And despite the things that we mentioned that we weren't happy with and the things we're changing, I thought, and I don't wish to blow my own trumpet or our own trumpet, yeah. but because we share a trumpet, obviously. Yeah, no, obviously that's one yeah. of the things that, that we decided uh, at the I start. Thought for that... our first go, it wasn't total dog shit. And I was very, before we did the first episode, that was a big concern of mine. It's like, well, this is potentially just going to be an absolute nightmare. And I thought, actually, you know what? Yeah. It's, I thought it sounded okay for our very first effort. So I know it's a bit on the nose, considering that, that we're talking about the podcast in the podcast. It's a bit it's, meta. It's all, isn't it? I yeah. love it. I love it. But... That was definitely one of my highlights. I enjoyed editing that and getting used to the software as well that our, our friend nice. of the podcast, Nathan, recommended. Yep. In fact, it was Nathan who recorded episode one. So actually, thank you if you're yep. listening, Nathan. Yeah, for... we should thank him. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I suppose. But he recommended this editing software and it was great. And I, I quite enjoyed the process and I thought what came out the end was better than I was expecting it was going to be at one point. <laughs> yeah. So that was a real win for me. So that's, that's one of mine. Oh, I think, again, what, you know, we did think at one stage we would sit down and completely freeze yeah. and not have anything to say yeah. at all and it, it did turn out that it wasn't as bad as we thought it might yeah. be and yeah we, we we had a chat i mean i enjoyed myself and that i think that's what we we're aiming for with these pods is that we enjoy ourselves and hopefully by osmosis mm. maybe other people through their ears yeah. also enjoy themselves i think that also based off last week where you did quite a lot of prep and I did basically no prep. Nothing. I've done a bit of prep this week, yeah. so I'm feeling a bit more confident. Nice. I think having a bit of stuff written down does actually give you a little bit of confidence, doesn't it? No, no, no shit. You don't think? You think? <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, you're obviously, you're obviously switched on to that immediately, you know, no. but it t- it t- hey, it took me one episode to get up to uh, speed, no, but I'm fine. on it now. Yeah. That's, right, that's what we said. We, we want a constant evolution and, and you know, Depend, yeah, where you're starting from. That's not my. That's my not my issue, right? Where you, if you're starting from a base lower than I was starting from, yeah, then yeah, you know, you're catching up, and that's fine. I'm Absolutely, okay with that. indeed. Now though, we've got a bit of experience under our belt. I think that you do have to take a bit of responsibility for my performance now. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, now, I'll now we've sort of like got a, we've got our, you know our feet under us a little bit. That yeah. Last week there was no, nothing you could have done about last week. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know. Now, yeah, fair enough. I'm, you know, it's team. It's, yeah. it's team podcast. Team pod all the way. So do you, do you want to do your third one? Or do you want yeah, to do I mean, the third one is just really stupid. And it's actually only happened today. But I, so I've recently quit smoking and I'm on the vapes. Nice. And when I first quit smoking, I was using this like a disposable vape, which are terrible for the environment. I don't use them anymore. I believe because, the kids call them puff bars. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. But the vape, so the, I tried, I tried quit smoking in the past and failed because the vaping setup I had was just unpleasant. Right. So it's like, oh, you're sort of craving a cigarette, and the thing that you've got to replace it is just unpleasant. Whereas these vape bars were amazing. I actually sort of prefer it to smoking, but they're really bad for the environment. And when you're buying them disposable, yeah. it's really expensive. It wasn't really costing me much less than just smoking normal tobacco. Oh, why? But they, the, they were meant to be bringing out an e-liquid of that that you can use in a reusable one, but that's been coming out 
coming soon on all the vape shops forever. Yeah. And I've been get, using this other liquid that's not as good. And I've, every day I've been looking at the vape shops. When is this stuff coming out? It's coming soon. It's not out yet. And today it is out. It's available. I've ordered it. It's arriving tomorrow. Just, uh, just so I know, what, what flavour are we talking? It is cream tobacco. Oh, lovely. So it's like a sort of tobacco. I don't like all these fruity ones. I'm not a big sort of fruit vape guy. Sitting down in the morning with a coffee and then getting a blueberry blast. Yeah. That's just not, that's not replacing the smoking experience for Ripping me. Ripping a fat cloud of uh, cherry bomb <laughs> well, with your crunchy nut I'm not all about the cloud, the but there's competitions, aren't there? There are. Yeah, I, there I was are. reading about that, but that's crazy. But anyway, so it's kind of like a tobacco one, it's got a bit of a sweet note to it, and it's got a little bit of a menthol thing, so it's a, it's a really clean, clean hit on the finish. back of the throat. So, yes. But saying that, I haven't tried the liquid in a reusable one yet, so it might not be the same experience, but I'm hoping that my my final vaping solution is going to start tomorrow and that will be means I won't ever smoke a cigarette again. Why? That's that's the, the dream. Your your road to becoming a serial vapist. <laughs> Very good. Hello when did you think of that? How long have you been trying to get <laughs> that's, out of here? That's been the last 5 minutes. Yes. <laughs> ever since you when said. When is he going to stop talking? Oh, but, come on. Let's do it. Vapist guy. Anyway, those are my three. Of those three, I mean, I can only submit one. Which which will you, do you think would be the best from your perspective? I Yeah, so I don't think I can pick the podcast one because I think that's a little bit too yeah. up our own arses. True enough, for this. true enough. Although, you know, we're here for the positivity of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had fun, you had fun. But let's, let's, let's get rid of that one. I, too, enjoyed the cricket immensely. Mm. I thought it was... But, I think there's something about the delayed gratification of your particular vape juice coming to market that I think is it's nice, right? You, yeah. You've, you've got that now, and, and it's what you've been waiting for, and hopefully it will be the answer to all your vaping problems. I mean, it's going to put another five years onto my life. Now, yeah. if those five years turn out to be shit... Yeah, then it's not going to be quite the present that I, that well, I think it might be. That's not on me. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we'll see, won't we? Time yeah, will tell. We'll see about that. Indeed. So, All right. Well, that wasn't the one I was expecting you to pick. But oh, really? Great. You know, yeah, cream tobacco uh, e-liquid on the market. Best thing that's happened to me this week. Boom. Nice. How about yourself? So mine. I live a family life. I, I have three children. And I do all the cooking in my house because I am a, a new new man. A modern male, uh, and this week, uh, well, uh, I should tell you. My... Do you like do you like shout and swear and stuff like a proper chef? Exactly, yeah, sort yeah. Of, sort of yeah. And my youngest child does not like to eat. Really, it's fuel for him. It's, really? He loves sport, and he's running around all the time. Right, but all it is is fuel for him. So it's very difficult to make him eat. And uh, is he very conscious about? Has it got to be like protein and like proper sports and carbs? Oh, no, 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 no. He just doesn't like anything that's vaguely good for him, right? In okay. general, okay. Uh, and he eats specific things, and it's quite difficult to get. Yeah. Anyway, it's it, it's tricky. This week, I made I made a cottage pie. Very good. For, for for those who might not know what a cottage pie is, it's it's a shepherd's pie, but using beef mince instead of lamb mince. <laughs> That's not at all helpful, because if you don't know what a shepherd's pie is either, then that okay. hasn't helped you at all, has okay, it? Okay, so a shepherd's pie is a, 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 a lamb mince gravy with sort mm. of traditional root vegetables in there, maybe a bit of onion. Maybe a peel too? I don't tend to, because they lose their, their colour and their, their shape, they oh. go a bit mushy. Um so yeah, in a gravy with a mashed potato top, yeah, with uh, you know, and I grate cheese on the top of mine. 
sticking Re- in the oven. Au gratin. Oh, gratin. Mm. And so this week I made a cottage pie, which is the shepherd's pie. We'll go through this again. <laughs> the shepherd's pie, but with the beef mince. Exactly yeah. the same method with the cheese on the top. Yeah. And I made that. And lo and behold, the youngest child ate the cottage pie. Wow. And m- moreover, this morning, this very morning, had cottage pie for breakfast. Cottage pie for breakfast. Why cottage- not? Why not, right? I mean, like, you know, all these rules around what is and isn't the breakfast food. Yeah. Fuck that, I see. Yeah, absolutely. Eat what you want. Well, you, you know that this whole kind of breakfast is the most important meal of the day was all mm. kind of made up by the milk marketing board and the, right? and the cereal producers and back Mr. in the Kellogg's. 50s. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dr. Kellogg, I think it was. Oh, didn't he? I heard that he invented cornflakes as an anti-masturbatory measure. Yes. <laughs> so he was really big on people not masturbating. Yeah, and it's worked in my house <laughs> so yeah. far. Um, Although, interestingly, crunchy nut corn cornflakes really rev, rev, my, rev my engine. Well, it's yeah. it's almost like the the yin and the yang of <laughs> really masturbatory is, cereal. Yeah. So yeah, so so though my good thing that happened this week, the best thing to happen to me was that he ate the cottage pie, enjoyed the cottage pie, and ate it for breakfast, and I couldn't Fantastic. be happier with it. Did he? And the fact it was just that he ate it, or did he say, "Do you know what, Dad? This this cottage pie is great." Yeah. I thought I'm going to have that for breakfast. Was he kind of like yeah, quite... Yeah, was, he was really upbeat about it. He oh, had well, seconds in the evening of, yeah. for dinner, and then in the morning he was like, oh, I'll have for breakfast. Can I have some of that cottage pie? And I said, Fantastic. you certainly can. Good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, take that as a win. I, I, I will. Excellent. Nice. Right, so I think that's probably the end of that, that subject. So I'm going to ding the bell, and then we'll crack on with the next one. Ding it. So in the next segment, we thought we would sort of trawl the internet and, you know, other sources. Is there other sources on the internet? <laughs> I, 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 to, to be to like, full disclosure, I only looked on the internet. Oh, OK, <laughs> yeah. fine, fine, yeah. I, I didn't look in any bushes. I didn't look in uh, newspaper stands or anything. Any, Best yeah. news story is I found a copy of Jugs in a... <laughs> in a lay-by, by, yeah. in some bushes by a lay-by. I, I'm not going to knock it, really, yeah. to be honest. So, so the... It's best news story, and we're we're trying to concentrate on positive news stories where we can. Absolutely, talking about you know upbeat stuff. Um, mine this week comes. It's an international news story. Oh, yeah. Like, apparently, the internet goes abroad. Does well. it really? Yeah, it does. It goes all over the place. Oh, is that what dot com is? Is that like the abroad? Yeah. Yep. Got you. Well, I think this one comes from dot de. Oh right. Oh, we're talking German then. We're I'm talking guessing. German. Get you. Yeah. So this one is a story of how the German government is giving 200 euros to every child, I suppose, now who turns 18 next year mm-hmm. to specifically spend on culture. So to spend on live theatre, live music and the arts. It's called Der Culture Pass. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And, and it's vouchers to buoy up the culture sector of mm. the German economy. And, you know, they're hoping that they might be able to kind of roll it out even further to other, you know, maybe younger, maybe older as well. And just basically kind of make people, well, not make people, but encourage people, I suppose. Well, I like that. So it's almost like you've got the Arts Council in the UK that divvy out money for this sort of thing. But that's done. There's like a panel of people that decide where that's go. Yeah. This is a way of getting that same, injecting that same amount of money into the arts, mm. but in a much more democratic way. Yeah. So it will be done, you know, the people that actually go and see something, that's how they're, they're going to inject the money into it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, there's the, the specific 
caveats around it. You know, it's not they're not concentrating on cinema because a lot of cinema is made outside of Germany mm. and they they want to kind of encourage the the homegrown arts. So there's a lot more, you know, like I say, of the live music venues, of the live theatre, of arts in itself and performance art. I think it's just a really great way to get people seeing more live theatre, seeing music. Just, you know, music makes the world go around, in my opinion. My only slight concern is that it's a great idea, yeah. and I would, I would have loved that in the UK when I was 18. Is it wasted on Germans? I mean, is there much of an art scene <laughs> in Germany? I mean, is there anything German art since Wagner that's really been worth a shit, really? I did Kraftwerk. Kraftwerk, that's a really good point, actually. There's what else? Be. Come on, what, what other okay, German okay, art come things on. can you see? Um, oh, Werner Herzog. Werner, oh, is he is German? He, is he German? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not sure he is. Is no. he not? I think he might be Eastern European in some way. Oh, well, that's... We're going to... Well, oh, I'm so sure apologies to Werner. Yeah. If, uh, uh, I mean, we I, could Google it, but I know was, your, how you feel about that. David Hasselhoff on that. On, I was going to say Mall. David Hasselhoff. Because he's known in But Germany. that's what I'm saying, is that they, like, they, there's such a dearth of artistic talent in Germany that they import David yeah. Hasselhoff as their, one of their main, like, artistic symbols. Yeah, and I can't, I can't even remember a, a, a Eurovision German entry. Oh, Nina. Oh, 99 Red Balloons. There you go. That's a fabulous song. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll take it for that, to be honest. And Kraftwerk, I mean... And Kraftwerk, yeah, fair enough. You know, Das yeah. Autobahn or whatever it's called. Das Autobahn. Is it Tour de France they did? Or is that... Oh, uh, yeah, no, they, that was them, yeah. yeah it was, they yeah. Did, yeah. yeah. So there's quite, quite a few. So, yeah, that's my upbeat sort of cultural story of, of, of the week. Germans really do that sort of thing quite well, don't they? I mean, we were talking about this earlier, that it's, you know, they, when you compare the way they do things to the UK, we were saying, actually, that... Since 1940s, <laughs> they've really got their act together, haven't they? The Germans. They've come a long you, way. You've got to respect it, you know. And it just, you look at their sort of like social welfare and that sort of thing. You look at the Syrian crisis and they took in, what, a million refugees yeah. compared to the UK's 20,000. It's that I wish that the UK would spend more money on that sort of thing for no other reason than just to feel a little bit of proud of your country, you know? I imagine that it's quite easy for a German to be sort of proud of their com- country in ways that yeah. that I struggle, I think, sometimes with, with the UK. I think, I think one of the things that the Germans don't have as much as we have is that sort of, the, especially around the arts, is the class system and sort of some of the uh, yeah. money that kind of goes to different types of art and opera and mm. you know i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying that i think it's a bit more egalitarian it's, uh, yeah I, th- I think so well, I'm, i might be wrong i haven't to be fair i haven't really researched the uh, the german cultural scene as much as maybe i should have done having you know only known craft as their only export of music <laughs> yeah. in the last we really struggled there to think of any <laughs> didn't we i mean yeah <laughs> we, we did I, I'll, I'll try we'll, we'll come back to us in the next couple of pods we'll have we'll have thought of a, yeah a few this more. time next week we'll put an own segment where we'll just list like, <laughs> Literally of German artistic triumph and, and talent. Yeah, I'm sure there's some. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, there must be. I mean, if they're putting out these grants, well, maybe that's. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're hoping that you know. Maybe that's if they is. if they fund it, they will, they come, will come. Perhaps that's true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. So yeah, that's mine. What, what what have you got? So this one caught my eye this week. This I I really like this story. There is a Swiss team from the Swiss Federal Institution of Technology, and they've basically solved a potential problem, which is with disaster zones, whatever that may be. Could okay. be war, could be a natural disaster, and where it's inaccessible. I'm to... thinking, okay, so I'm thinking earthquake. 
that would that would class as a natural disaster okay. for sure. That's that's yeah. one of the big ones, in fact. Yeah. yeah. So let's say you've had an earthquake. You it, it's you know roads are impassable. Yep. Emergency services can't get to the people. One of the main issues is that you know food would be a scarcity. So these guys, somebody's had a great idea, and this is some real out of the box thinking, yep. and I love it. Is that you could fly drones in? Okay, no, drones are a big thing these days. Absolutely, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So you could fly drones with in with boxes of food, with perhaps boxes of food and stuff. Yep. Except you know, the payload for the sorts of drones, especially on the economic level that you would be able to do, because you won't be able to have like a big, expensive, you know, predator like American. Yeah, that's anything. fair. Yeah. So your payload's not going to be that great. So somebody has this great idea. It's basically they've made the drone out of rice cakes. <laughs> <laughs> So they've made a, they've made a, a drone that flies like a little remote control aeroplane, and the the wings basically yeah. are rice cakes. So they've taken normal rice cakes, they've cut them into hexagonal because that then fits together quite nicely. Okay, they've moulded them into a wing, obviously with the right shape to get you know lift and what have yeah. you. They've well, so they've had to bond these things together. Yeah, this is one of the things that I particularly liked is that they've had to go in the end for they've had to use gelatin. To bond it. Okay. So actually, I hope that there's no vegetarians <laughs> who yeah, need this food. That's fair. But they've had to bond it like a, the bonding agent, like the glue. Yeah. But they had tried beforehand, like some sort of chocolate-based glue. <laughs> but that just wouldn't work. They couldn't get it to stick together. I mean, properly. even even the fact that there's a phrase that is some sort of chocolate-based <laughs> glue. Yeah, Do you but... mean? Melted chocolate. Well, yeah, but you can't just melt the chocolate. They, they tried to basically make a chocolate with something else. I don't know exactly what, but I, I think that they thought it might taste a bit better. So at the moment... You know what I think you, they should use to mould it together? What? Look, about sort of two-hour-old Weetabix. <laughs> yeah, or porridge. Yeah, porridge on I, the edge of a bowl yeah. is an absolute nightmare. It's the on. it's the strongest substance known to man. Yeah, I think. Absolutely. I or my gravy the next day. That's yeah. that's pretty good. I think that that would probably hold hold a fair amount of weight. <laughs> hold a fair amount of weight. So, and that's my question of this. I think it's it's remarkable. I think it's great. My only problem is why why just rice cakes? Why not why not just branch out? Why not Jaffa cakes? Well, okay. Why, uh, I mean, why not? I, I thought this as well. Chocolate-covered rice cakes, even. So I think the the problem is is that, I mean, the rice cake is obviously very light, so that's going to be a big part of it. It's like, uh, yeah. Um, and also you can sort of, you could probably shave them into the right shape, perhaps, once you've stuck them all together, because obviously a wing needs to be quite a specific shape to uh, to get any lift off it. So I'm thinking that. But it did occur to me how else, well, firstly, yep. in a perfect world, what would you want your humanitarian drone to be made of if you're starving in a oh. in a war torn or a, a natural disaster hit area? In a perfect world, you see this drone coming over the yep. horizon. What would you like that to be made of? So I'm thinking of a sort of a very sharp, mature cheddar. <laughs> yeah, that is sort of bonded together with a very the chutney. Um, yeah, with a chutney, a, mm. a, quite a chunky a quince, a quince jelly, maybe. I'm not a wanker, Mark. <laughs> Um, well, I think we'll let the listeners be the judge of that, frankly. <laughs> a, ch- a chutney, quite a chunky chutney, and then maybe the landing gear made of, I don't know, Cars Water biscuits. Yeah, okay, I like that. I also thought, it did, I, had, I had a thought that, why aeroplane? Why not a oh. rocket? You could get yourself a massive sausage. Oh. You could, you could mold, mold the end of that into a point, stick some fins on it, rocket thing, and you could just 
pepper those fuckers with with sausage rockets all day long, and you know that'll keep them going for a while, wouldn't it? Uh, or yeah, or I mean, if you think about Pringles, you've got a ready-made. I mean, like, that's basically fuselage. a rocket, right? That's essentially yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, and I suppose you stick a couple of fuel cells mm-hmm. on, on the side, and then you just launch them. Yeah. At people. I, I can't help <laughs> thinking that it might if. The last thing you think you it need, might make the it could make the situation yeah, worse. That's potentially. what I'm thinking is that you're yeah you've crawled out of the apartment building which has just collapsed under you, the you've earthquake. set your broken bones. You've, you've yeah. crawled out. You've managed to find a couple of people. Yeah. There's a, there's a dog that somebody has found a small and then all of a sudden waterfall. you're running all for your sudden, life as meaty hell is raining down upon you. Exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden I'll you take get point. struck on the side of the the head. <laughs> yeah. By a large sausage. Yeah. No, I take your point. Hey, it was just a thought. So, well, no, I, I, what, so I didn't ask you, what, what, what would your ideal food drone <laughs> be? <for laughs> drone. Yeah, good point. That's a good question. Well, it is I a question on everybody. Think, I mean, I hadn't really given it that much thought, to be honest. I think you, chocolate, if they could make one just out of pure chocolate, I think that would probably be about I mean, there's a lot of calories. It's all about, you just want to be delivering yep. as many calories in a small amount of food as possible, so I think is the name of the game. What, when you say, I mean, this is, bear in mind, this is your ideal drone. Mm. So what are you talking, 70% cocoa? You just milk? No, you, I'm a milk you, you're guy. You're a white chocolate guy? If it, was made of, if it was made of Cadbury's dairy milk, I'd be happy. In fact, Cadbury's dairy milk, dairy milk with nuts. I don't oh, know whether okay. that affects the aerodynamics at all, but yeah. Well, it, you've got to be worried about allergies there as well, haven't you? Again, no, no, I making... don't. I'm not allergic to it. No, them, but so it's I, fine. what I'm talking about is you're making matters worse for you know chocolate. In all fairness, comes in, lands. Dad says to child, yeah. "Oh, you can't have that because it's got hazelnuts in it." Well, in all fairness, at this point, you know, we're talking. You know, it's, it's every man for himself, isn't it? So if we could thin the herd out a little bit with like right. a, a, anaphylactic shock, then <laughs> then that's not necessarily a bad thing <laughs> in the post-apocalyptic world that I'm going to be living in. Fair, that's fair. Yeah. That's, that's fair enough. No, I, 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 I think it's. I mean, joking aside, it's it's amazing <laughs> what, the, what the Swiss can do. With, I know, right? With rice cakes and drones. You leave it to the Swiss, absolutely. And also, Swiss, you'd think that they could put a little bit of chocolate in there. That makes perfect sense then, doesn't it? That's right on brand for the it's Swiss. It's completely on brand. Indeed. A sort of a, a cuckoo clock, Blarone yep. crossover drone. Indeed. Anyway, that was my... <laughs> That was that was my upbeat news story of the week. So if you are listening to this and you are in some sort of disaster zone area, don't worry. Rice cakes are coming. And they're on look, their way. Look up and rice cakes will be coming. Cheese shortly. next year. Anyway, I think that probably covers it for good news stories, doesn't it? Yep, that covers the good news. Right, here we go. Okay, so for this next part of the podcast, what we thought we would do each week to try and inject a bit of urgency into it and a little bit of excitement, maybe, and a little bit of danger, perhaps, we thought we would try and... And also to try and get as many best to really rinse the bestness out of each episode because we can ramble on about a single thing a little bit. We, yep. do, we do understand that. So we thought just to switch it up a little bit each week... Each of us would throw five quick-fire bests at each other. So this week's theme is obviously sport, so they're going to be sports-related. Paul has got five questions for me, for which he is going to be expecting a snappy, quick, zippy retort on these five things. I've not heard these before. 
I'm a little bit concerned that my brain isn't going to work fast enough. Maybe we can catch that in the edit. But yep. let's try it out. So I'm going to throw over to porno and he's going to come at me with five quickfire bests. Let's go. Okay, here we go. So I want a quick answer. I want a brief explanation if needs be. Yeah. Number one, best ever sports person under the 20 years of age. Oh, okay. Let's go with... Oh, no. See, I knew I wouldn't be very good at this. Okay, hang on. So, oh, like the the Serena Williams or Venus Williams. I mean, they came on the scene quite... Oh, no, actually, didn't they famously start playing professional when they were really old? Because they didn't go on the scene. Right, that's a shit answer. Hang on. Let's go... Oh, Michael Owen, whatever World Cup that was, when he yep. scored that goal against Argentina. Nice. Two... Thousand, I want to say. You, you, you're the football guy. Yep. You tell me. Yeah. Okay. Right, that next. One, that. Our best animal in sport. Well, horse. Any bloody horse racing horse. Any so, horse racing yeah, horse. Yeah. So horse answer. racing is really unpopular unless you're in betting. Yep. I think that's crazy. When you think about that sport, you got men or women, people, <laughs> if you like, <laughs> sat on this massive animal that can run ridiculously fast over massive hedges. It's really exciting when you think about it. I just get, whenever I watch it, it completely switched off. But I think that's wrong. And I think that horse racing horses, what's the thing I'm thinking of? Race horses. Race horses. That's the word I'm thinking of. Yeah, no. That is your best sporting animal. I'll accept horse racing horses. Great. Best ever sports related song. Okay, I think, I mean, because the World Cup is about to start, so it's coming home maybe. That's a terrible answer. Oh, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, although that's not really about sport, but I'm a rugby fan. It's a sport related song. Sport related song. I'll take it. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Best team of all time. Well, for pretty much the, my entire life, the New Zealand rugby team. Yep. They are just, for such a small nation, such a tiny population, for them to, if not have been dominating, which they did for most of my life, are they easily there or thereabouts, can beat anyone on their day, consistently, for decade after decade, New the, Zealand rugby team. The All Blacks. The All Blacks. Just as an aside, do you know what the New Zealand basketball team are called? The No, I don't. The Tall Blacks. That's absolutely true. Is that right? Yep. Next one, last one. Best sporting city. Oh, that's a good question. Best sporting city. Let's go. I mean, London's not bad. I think there's a lot of stuff going on in London. You think about how many Premiership clubs they've got there. You think about you know the, the rug, Premiership rugby clubs that are based in London as well. Twenty twelve Olympics. Twenty twelve Olympics. They've got a load of infrastructure. I mean, they're fucking like they can't you can't move for sporting infrastructure in, in London at the moment. I've seen ice hockey in London. Yep, that was pretty good at the Ali Pali. They got the darts at the Ali Pali. I mean, uh, if I had a bit more time, I could probably come up with a better answer. But let's go London. Okay, good. And that is the quick my quick fire sports to mark. Right, excellent. So my turn then. My quick fire. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do you need a little moment to compose yourself? No, I'm I'm good. These are coming thick and fast now. You ready? Okay, here we go. Number one. What is your best sporting achievement ever? Oh gosh, my best sporting achievement ever would be I won the most improved tennis player trophy at the Downend Tennis Academy really? when I was 15 years old. Amazing. Yeah, I've since learned that most improved means, like, shit, I've got to give them a trophy. <laughs> That's like your best sportsman yeah. Uh, yeah. Like award, Sport isn't it? Clubman like... of the year. <laughs> yeah, the classic. But I was absolutely thrilled by that. I loved playing tennis when I was a kid. And just to confirm, nothing has come close to that. Before or since? Oh, God, no. Excellent. Nope. All right. What is your the piece of 
like sporting equipment that you own. Yep. That is your the best bit of sporting equipment that you own. The best piece of sporting equipment that I own, I'll be a bit cheeky with this because actually it was a birthday present for my son, Mm -hmm. but we both use it is an outdoor table tennis table that we we play in the summer and we, I've put floodlights in our garden so that in the winter, when he comes home from school, we can still have a game of table tennis. And also keeps out intruders. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. What, table tennis table. Uh, just a quick aside. The So uh, if you're listening to this in the UK, you'll probably know what I'm talking about. But the, there's been a real thing in the last 10 years or so of community outdoor table tennis tables sprouting up. Yes. Which is great. And I've tried to play on a few. But if there's even the breath of wind, it's completely fucking hopeless. Yeah. So uh, largely, I think that's been a bit of a waste of money. Right. Anyway, next. What is your favourite sport? This is all about you, I've realised. But yep. Yeah, but what is your yep. favourite sport to play with your kids? And oh, and specifically, it has to be all three of them. Oh, interesting. So all the so four of you are going to play a sport. What sport would that be that's going to keep the four of you as happy as possible? That's really interesting. Mm. I think it would be beach frisbee. So, you know, I've got different levels of uh, uh, of sport and children. My daughter is not does not like sports yep. in any way. She's quite good at cross country running, but okay. the, you know, generally, it, I don't really class that as sport as a sport. Yeah, that That's really just getting is from the, A to B. Um, right? That really is your sort of your your, your I don't know the gruel of sport, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So on the beach, uh, a frisbee or even a ball. Talk to me about the frisbee. What sort of frisbee we, we, are you rocking? Oh, classic! It's a classic. Like your um, sort of like your your your. Ultimate frisbee style, big, thick. Yeah, plastic well, we're thing. not. It's not an Araby or any mm. some. It's it's generally bought from a, a zoo or an amusement <laughs> park. I just thought you got to be careful with a frisbee in a zoo because you know one of those could easily get in one of the enclosures, couldn't it? It could do. Couldn't it? I mean, it, I think it's. It's not people don't like you playing with the frisbee in the mm, zoo, yeah. but buy it in the gift shop on the way out is generally what you do, Actually, and then you okay. play with it on the beach somewhere around. So, Fant- yep, yep, fantastic. And finally, what is your favourite or what is the best yep. American sport? Oh, that is a really interesting question. So, the best American sport, obviously, you've got. I'm not a big fan of American football. It stops too often. Yeah, to watch it live, I, and I have seen a fair few game live games of American football. Yeah, it's, it's a tough, yeah, tough old goes, watch. Yeah. I I would say it was basketball. Yeah, okay. I like basketball. There's always something going on in basketball. It's it, it is literally end to end. It's glamorous. Mm-hmm. It, there's a you know there's obviously a lot of money in American basketball. Yep. And if I was to sit down to watch any American sport, I think I, I've watched a baseball game, but that was sort of yeah the same. Uh, yeah, maybe I I might like it if if I watched it more and got into the rules. I, I think I feel the same about baseball as an american probably feels about cricket yeah i find but yeah I, i'd say basketball see i i think i'd probably agree with you so i i've been i've seen a lakers game at the staples and it's a hell of a thing yeah it's an event it yeah. was a really fun and that you can buy beer there and it, it was a, it was a really really good night out and also when i was in the states that year it was march madness you know the college, oh, basketball. Yeah, the college basketball crazy for that shit yeah i was in vegas and we were in the betting shops having a little bet on some of the mar- and the Americans love that shit. Mad for it. It they? was great. It's a really but college yeah, sports a is, sport. a, is a massive thing, isn't it? Even, even yeah, yeah, yeah. Even football and Big time. Well, well, that's a that's a fascinating little insight. Into, isn't it? I, th- I think that's a good segment. Yeah, I think that one's got legs. Do you reckon? I think so. I Excellent. think so. I liked it. Super good. So I think what we're going to do next is perhaps a couple of bests, like in the yep. traditional yeah. style that you become so accustomed to <laughs> with, that, what, with our one episode that in we've done. In the one episode, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's yeah. coming up shortly. Stick around.
So, next up, a couple of bests. Well, or at least one. In the age-old tradition of <laughs> the, the age- best podcast. <laughs> the the old, good old faithful. Well, that everyone's do- come to know and love. We've been doing it this long. <laughs> we ain't going to change the format now, everyone. Absolutely. Well, or, or until we decide to do something different in the spirit of iterating through what yeah. we think is going to be the best thing to do every week. But anyway, for now, we're sticking with it, like it or not. It's uh, This one is... Best, the best sport to watch live. So I, I've sort of narrowed some of the... Well, not narrowed it down, well, but the search for me includes a few things. Yeah, so I've got a few criteria here. But before we get into that, oh, go on. How, how much live sport have you seen? Is that a big part of your life? Are you a big going out and watching live sport in, you know, with your kids or anything like that? So I, I think that there's a couple of things. Because you're a football guy, right? I, I, I like football. football. I love football. But, you know, I, I've, I've watched... I'm not a huge yeah live sport watcher I, i'm okay. generally kind of tv but in saying that i've watched a lot of my children play sports well indeed so which i think counts yeah well that that could absolutely be part of this category yeah, yeah. um but you know yeah i i i'm not one for going and i'm watching sport I, you know probably i would say twice a year Okay. I would probably go and watch some sort of live sport, whether that sure. be a, a football match. Um, and, uh, this, I'm talking about professional sport yeah. every weekend. And who would that be? Is that, is that City, Bristol City? Oh, yeah, I, I, I yeah, support Bristol City okay. uh, and uh, Tottenham Hotspur up in London. Oh. I've been uh, motorsport as well. Mm. I quite often go to classic car races. Well, every Do year you? I go to the Goodwood Revival, which is one of the biggest kind of classic races. I, I, I've never been, but I know it well. Yeah, I, is that a good, a good, good thing? It's, it's amazing. We've been going... Um, me and my brother have been going every year since 1998. Oh, fantastic. Been, yeah, we, we did. We started off, we went with my dad because we all love cars. Mm. And my, my, my father died in 2012. I remember. And so since then, we've been we've been kind of going and, and watching that. So that's live sport as well, which is it's great. So, Absolutely. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, once, twice, three times a year. But it's not okay. something, generally, if we go somewhere, it's kind of theatre or musicals or something like that. Sure. What about well, you? That's... that's that's for another week. Yeah, yeah exactly. Whoa, um, whoa. Yeah, I, I do see, again, I'm not a regularly, but I reckon probably a little bit more than you. So I'm a Bristol rugby fan, so I'm, yep. I'm more of a rugby fan. And I do what, I've, I've seen maybe two professional, I've been to Bristol City twice in my life. Right. But Bristol rugby, I will try and get to maybe five or six times a season. I'm actually the Bears. Been, the Bears, yeah, as they are now. I mean, yep. at one point they were the Shoguns when they were sponsored by Mitsubishi. Ah, so, yep. you know, I don't get too attached to these names because they can just go at any time. But So actually, my brother and I went to see Bristol Rugby just a couple of weeks ago. And I'll tell you what, well, we'll get into some of this in a moment, but it was one of the worst live sporting events I've ever been to for a number of reasons. One, it, we got absolutely stuffed. Two, right. they ran out of pasties at halftime. Oh, I went straight to the queue, and by the time I got there, they ran. I mean, my, they clearly just didn't bring enough pasties. Don't pitch yourself as a fucking pasty shop, and then don't bring anywhere near enough pasties to sell to the people who are going to want a pasty. Outrageous. Wow. Three, parking round there, and we'll come up back to this, is a nightmare because it's in Bedminster. Yep. And so Bedminster Cricket Ground do the parking. 15 quid to park for the rugby. And it had been pissing down all day. It was a complete mud bath. I got my shoes ruined and everyone got stuck in the car park. It was a nightmare getting out. That's terrible. And the Cumberland Basin was shut. So it took us like over an hour to get home. Well, it sounds like this is really turning into a well, you, you having a I moan mean... about the Ashton Gate Stadium. <laughs> well, oh, you you pushed my buttons, didn't you? You, exactly. you got, you've got me on it. Dear Mr. Ashdown. 
But yeah, exactly. But that would be my worst. But we're here to talk about the best. So yeah. let's talk criteria. Okay. So I've got a few here. Price. Yeah. Big one. Oh, that's the other thing. Oh. Do you know how much it costs to see how much do you, how much do you think Bristol City Bristol rugby? Okay. Not a bad seat in all fairness. Sure. Quite far up, but yep. pretty much on the halfway line. Okay. What do you reckon, Bristol Bristol Rugby, Premiership Rugby team? Okay, I'm going to go for, it's not going to be as much as the football. I know how much the football is, so let's. I'm going to say £32. £52. Wow. That's more than you expect. How much is it for fo- football? Football tickets about £60. Right, okay. Like six, 60, 65. But they normally sell more, don't they? So that yeah. So that... Bristol City will... Will Pack fill yeah. generally the stadium. For those who don't know, by the way, Bristol City and Bristol Bears share a stadium. Yes, Ashton Gate. Yeah, but well, that's interesting. But yeah, price I think is a big one because okay. you're looking at value for money for when you go and watch in sport. Agreed. Okay, so that's one thing we might need to discuss. So, so can I could I add into that when, when you're talking about the value? Yeah, the, the length of the sporting event. Yeah, excellent point. Excellent point. Yep. Yeah, you've done it. <laughs> Thanks very much. Yeah. No, no, I've got, I've got price down there. I've, I've got, I've in there glamour, as well. Oh, there's, there, there's... you're talking about sexy ladies, like at the boxing, like <laughs> holding the numbers and stuff for the rounds, that yeah, sort of thing. I'm, I'm all about that. No, yeah. I, I think it's more to do with, uh, you know, for example, Formula One. It's a glamorous yeah. spot. You might see a celebrity. Have you, you, might have see... you ever been to a, a Grand Prix? No, I've never been to a Grand Prix. I've been to one. Yeah. And I, uh, talking about price, I only went because a mate of mine, a mate of ours actually, Ben, he has a corporate thing. Yeah. And he could bring someone with him. Right. So he very kindly brought me. But it, it was nice, actually. But yep. he got a bit of corporate hospitality as well. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, you know, relatively from that. So I get that. Absolutely. And actually, it was a whole weekend because we did the qualifying and the the race day. Wow. So it was a real weekend of it. It was yeah, yeah it was good. We're really talking to the sort of the common people here, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. The... Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we hired a yacht in exactly. Monaco. Yeah. Best um... corporate way to watch sport. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, if I went to watch another Grand Prix, I got we've got a friend Jim who lives in Abu Dhabi. So in fact, it's this weekend. Uh, wow. I think Jim is at the uh, Abu Dhabi Grand Prix this weekend. Jeez. But you know, they you know they moved to UAE, so they sold their soul. So I don't suppose they give a fuck. Exactly, no yeah. tax. So exactly. go and watch whatever you want. Indeed, yeah. you might as well just watch bear baiting or something. <laughs> <isn't you? laughs> yes, Jesus. absolutely. You, you've you've kind of you know gotten rid of all of your yeah. principles. Why not watch you know badger baiting or, or cockfighting or. or- Paying, you know, homeless people to fight each other for yeah, food and that sort of thing. Exactly. Why yeah. not? Go the whole hog, right? No, the sport of kings, they call <laughs> it, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's a good point. Another one I've got here, atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I love a sporting event with a happy atmosphere. But it really does actually bring it back to... So stadiums. Okay. Stadium stuff. So you're talking your football, your rugby, cricket as well. Yeah. If packed... Yeah, it's where you're going to get your best atmosphere. Okay, you know you're not going to get watching golf. I don't think really. You know, at a whole uh, just watching one bit of one hole on a golf course. And I think that's the same with Formula One. This is why I discounted Formula yeah. One because of the compartmentalization of yeah. you're in a part of yeah. a massive crowd with golf as well, right? You yeah. can't be in every exper- bit. The, the crowd you're with isn't experiencing the entire event exactly, and so it's a really weird dynamic. With Formula One, so I was quite lucky when I saw mine because I could see a series of three or four corners and there was overtaking on those as well. So we got to see that. Yeah. But the main reason it was okay is there was a massive TV screen right in front of me. Yeah. 
and I pretty much watched the whole t- Grand Prix like I would have done at home also, on TV. Also because you, no were, sound. you were sat on a sedan chair carried by Filipino children yeah, as well. Absolutely. That takes you above the crowd, doesn't it? And generally? if that makes me elitist, then, you know, fine. Call me elitist, so yeah. be it. Yeah, that's fine. No, I, you, you, what, you know what I say, Mark? You be you. Yeah, absolutely. You be you. You do you. I'll do me. Yeah, yeah I think that the the other thing I've got here is the the, the level of entertainment, and, Ooh, and okay, and for me that in general describes that what sort of game you're likely to get. Again, this sort of the span of the quality of of opponents. For me, you, you need to have something that's that can generally be a good match, a match up of yeah. of, of opponents. <clears throat> Now, that's actually where I think... So I'm more of a rugby fan than I am football, Mm -hmm. but I think that's where football has slightly the edge on rugby. Mm. I think that you're more likely to get an upset in football. You're going to have, like, a favourite or not, based on, you know, league rankings or whatever. But I think you're more likely to get an upset with, with football, whereas I think with rugby, the better side, 95% of the time is going to win the match. So you don't get those kind of fairy tale stories as much, I don't think, in rugby. Yeah. So, but yeah, I take your point that the entertainment sort of factor yep. is very important. Yep. Something else I've got here is, well, we've already alluded to this, but view. So, you know, stadium again, it's a, it's a positive for stadium because even if you're in a pretty shit seat, you can probably still see the whole pitch. Yep. Whereas we talked about Grand Prix. The one that bugs the hell out of me, and in fact the two, same thing, Tour de France, World Rally Championship. Yep. Who the fuck is going to watch those? You're sat on... You know, you what you're saying one bit of a forty kilometer track, you know, or yep. or course. I agree. Who the hell is doing that? I mean, and I suppose actually for the World Rally Championships, you do get to see cars wanging by at ridiculous yeah. speed. So I guess that's kind of fun. But cycling, especially the mountain ones, yeah, on a hill when they're going up really slowly. I yeah. mean, I guess, I guess you get to run alongside them and stuff for a bit and ring a bell or whatever, but. <laughs> You know, you draw something amusing on in French on the on the road. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I think that's you know you can't do that if they're moving too quickly. They're yeah. doing that in the the World Rally Championships or, it, or, yeah. or writing, the Grand Prix. They really, their they're names on the travel. That. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a really good point. Yep. I think the another thing I've got here is food and drink. Mm. How accessible is it? How expensive is it? So my my choice mm. uh, before I come to it does. Encapsulates a lot of those things, but food and drink are definitely a mm-hmm. couple of things that that are are, are a big thing for me. Yeah, and the sort of the ease of getting it. Yeah, the you know, uh, so yeah, I, I think they're all really good points. Yeah, I've got I, I've written down a list of the the considerations that I had. Hit me. Well, you, you indulge me if you will. Yeah, please do. Um, so I've got football, rugby, tennis, basketball, boxing, mm-hmm. cricket, darts. Snooker, mm. Formula One, and hockey. Now I've never watched a hockey match. Ice hockey. Well, I just got hockey. Yeah, ice hockey's I'm a not... fun watch. Yeah, I bet you there's... get the fighting. I yeah. haven't considered that actually. I, I might the... add that to my list. There's but, yeah. the fights, isn't there? I've only been, I've seen one game in London. I can't remember what, what the, even what the team was called. But the fighting, yep, that's part of the sport. Yeah, that's like that's 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 not just something that happens when two players have. Yeah. That's part of the sport, and they've got people on the team who are there to to fight. And that's pretty much all they do. No, so, you got to respect. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah, but you sort of got to respect the, um, the to respect attitude, the, the brazen the, the, attitude, yeah, the, the, the the way they go at it. Yeah, why not? So, have you come up with a a, a, a choice? 
Well, oh, not a choice. Well, what I, is the best? I I do, and it's a bit personal to me, to be honest. But okay. I think I could probably I think I could probably explain it in a way that I think will justify my my thought. There was there was one other consideration, and it is if you lose, if you're if you're there and you support yep. one of the teams or one of the players or whatever, and that person you're supporting loses, what is the I suppose this is like the opposite of what we're doing, but what is the worst place to be when you're feeling really low? So you've got to think about okay. if you win, it's kind of like, oh, that's fine, and the three-hour journey home isn't a problem. Yeah. What I'm thinking of are these people who sort of support perhaps either the lower team football, you know, who travel the length of the country on a Tuesday night yeah. to watch, I don't know, Scunthorpe against... Southampton. Fine. Yeah. Aren't Southampton in the Premiership at the moment? Yeah, oh, it, was, it was a cup match. <laughs> Okay, fine. I thought that was just a vicious burn on Southampton, basically. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm here just to absolutely eviscerate the South Coast. I mean, come I, on. I knew that you had a secret agenda. I just didn't realise that was what it was. <laughs> but if that's what we're here to do, you just tell me these things. I'll help you. Absolutely. You I absolutely fuck, hate fuck the, the Saints. Saints. Absolutely. Fuck the Saints. Well, the Saints go marching out, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like you've got to think about where's the worst place you want to be. Yeah. When you've had a shocking day out of the sport, okay, and then you've got to deal with getting home or getting out of the crowd or whatever. Or oh, you know, is this another rant about car parks? <laughs> well, normally, actually, mostly with sporting events, it's about the public transport. Yes, fucking going to like the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff, if, yep. if that's actually still what it's called, the Principality Principality Stadium. Thank you. The the train situation after an international there is a joke, yeah. an absolute joke. So, and I've had the same thing at Twickenham, actually, trying to get on the tube after Twickers. Twickenham. Oh, it's the same with Wembley. Wembley's a yeah, nightmare I'm to sure get to in North be. London. Yep. So is the, the, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It, it, it is, a, you know, not very accessible, difficult to get to. So what's your... So come on, what right. is it? So my yeah. thing is, so this is... Right. My favourite ever sporting events have been cricket. Yeah, oh, OK. It's quite specific, though, but I think that what I'm about to describe will be a similar deal... For many cricket grounds around the country, okay, I am a little bit, little bit of a privileged situation here because my first cricket experience, live cricket experience, was watching Gloucester. So, yep. if you don't know, Gloucester play their home games in Bristol. It was called the County Ground. It's now called the Brightside Stadium, I think. But I used to live, and it's right in the centre of Bristol. Yes. And I used to live next door to the stadium. So I used to live in Ashley Down, if you know it, where the college is. Yeah, yeah. So. We went to watch, and we went to watch T20. So that when the T20 started, and we went to see Gloucester Somerset. So it's a home, it's a local derby, yep. home fixture for Gloucester. It was literally a 30-second walk from my house to Lovely. the stadium. Yep. And even though it was quite packed, it sort of got busier as it went on. So when I got there, which was just before the game started, mm. it, was no, it was no queue. It was kind of busy, people moving around, but you just walked straight in. At that time, they were letting you take your own beer in. So oh. I had a cool box full of beer, sat in the stadium. Oh, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous night. It was middle of summer. It was a Friday night, and it's the Friday night T20s. Yep. It is an absolutely fabulous night out. The atmosphere was out of this world. Eventually, the stadium was packed, yep. and there was so much banter between good-natured banter between Gloucester and Somerset fans. Yep. No hint of trouble, even though everyone was completely bladdered because you could bring your own beer in. Yep. Gloucester ended up winning, and it was a great win as well. It was really close. Yep. So that is, I know we're talking generally here, 
But that is that is easily my favourite ever because it was easy to get to. It was pretty cheap. I think it was like 12 quid a ticket or something. You can't take your own beer in these days. But actually, the bar situation is pretty good. Okay. That being said, I don't really know what the bar situation is anymore oh. because... I've got a mate, you know, they've they built a new stand with a load of flats, as they do at some stadiums. Yep. And there's like five stories of flats. Okay. And the ones that face the cricket ground have a big balconies. Oh, I and see. And my mate, Chris, who I might have mentioned before, he's got one of those flats, fourth floor. Oh, lovely. Right over Bowler's arm. So I've I've not had to pay to go to watch these games anymore. I get to watch it in what is essentially the nicest box You've you've ever watched sporting in if, oh. you know if you've ever had that opportunity. But the T Twenty Friday night T Twenties yep. is the one of the best sporting nights out. Even if you're not that into cricket, yep. the atmospheres are great. It's Friday night, especially if it's a nice nice evening. It's like about three hours worth of cricket. It's just perfect. That's my answer. Specifically, Friday night top tier English T Twenty. Nice. And you? So mine. I love football. I I, I have I've grown up You're watching a football. football. Boy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a football boy. Yeah. And you know, live football is great to watch. My issue with live football is there's always a couple of complete knobs in the crowd. Yeah. And quite often now when I go to watch football, it's with my kids. Yeah. And there's always somebody abusing a player shouting, you know... Well, I'm glad you've brought this up, Paul, because if you didn't, yeah. I, I was going to bring this up. So I, I've i I've only been to two Premier, two professional football games in my life, yep. and those are the only two times I've ever been to see any live sport. Okay. I felt a little bit yeah. scared for my self-safety. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen so many other sports, and you're not even allowed to drink in no. there. And that's... I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily interested in drinking in there, but I, I just... I. I, I don't like how it makes me feel. I don't like how it makes me feel around my kids. So oh, I bet. I, I, a yeah. nightmare. So I've, I've discounted that, which makes me yeah. a bit sad, to be honest. It is. It is sad, but you're right to discount it because yeah. that is absolute bullshit. That, that being said, if I was to pick a football match, it would always be a midweek evening game in the winter. Oh, where okay. you can wrap up warm, you can yeah. have a bovril at half time, uh-huh. and it's kind of it's a bit of an event. There's not normally as many people there, yeah. So it's a bit better, but anyway. So that's that's out of the out of the equation. Fair enough. I, you know, in in my approach, unlike yours with the Formula One, of of me kind of being one of the people, the the sort of down with the, the common people and, you know, kind of trying to <laughs> sort of rattle along with them. You're a real, uh, you're a real everyman, aren't I'm you? I'm a real you're everyman. You're a Joey everyman. What, what I've picked is, is tennis and specifically Wimbledon. Well, hang on. Let me just, I'm just going to have a look over my criteria here. Price? No. Atmosphere? Fine, I'll give you that. Yeah. View? I mean, sure, yeah, you can probably see it. Ease to get to? No, that's going to be a ball ache. <sighs> Food and drink? Forget about it. What? So, so here's my forget about here's it. Here's my justification. So, tennis. I've always loved tennis. I've always loved watching tennis. I love the format. Wimbledon 
is one of the best places in the world to watch tennis. I've never been, in all fairness. Yeah. I, I would like to, I have to admit. The great thing about, about Wimbledon is you go for the day mm. and you watch many tennis matches in general. You yeah. get a seat in centre court or court number one and you can wander around and watch, watch it's, the It's the dream to watch one of those exhibition ones with the older players where they all do the messing around and all the yeah, funny stuff. Yeah, I'm guessing can, that's, yeah. that's the well, dream. Well, some right? of those matches, you know, the, the, the doubles and the sort of the, some, yeah. the, the, some of the best ones, we saw wheelchair tennis, which is oh, amazing. Great. Yeah, they play kind of generally in the same so you watch lots of different tennis mm-hmm. and so that's maybe cheating a bit I, I, I love the I love a polite crowd yeah. I love a, a crowd that just kind of is there for the experience you don't really hear I love it when there's the, there's that one person who's being a little bit too rowdy or just being just not being quiet quite quickly enough and the disdain yes the communal disdain that this one person and it's so british yeah and i do love that and i love yeah. the I, I love the englishness of it yeah in, in, in yeah, that yeah. in the sort of the, the impatient nature of that as sure, well sure. and that's what we clap at one time and then we're quiet and then we're <laughs> yeah. you know so i i, I like that yeah. i like the fact that you don't generally get lots of incredibly pissed up people sure you I, not get some hooray henry so we've had a one too many pims you do, but they tend to be told right, to be but to be quiet by their friends or whatever, right, or they go. Okay. You know, I, I love a pims. I Good for celebrity pims. spotting as well, I guess. Great right, for celebrity, yeah. a bit of glamour in there. Yeah, for celebrity spot. I, I, I've yet there's not many matches that you find that that are incredibly one sided. So quite yeah. often when you get to you know the the, the fact that you know you're, they're playing games or you know you're you're in quarterfinals or you know semifinals, you generally get very good games. Yeah, the the price. Is an issue if you how can much even is get it? In. I don't even know what what are we talking here. So, for a day ticket, if but you need to be able to get through the ballot and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's about ninety pounds. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. If you a centre court ticket is a bit more. I've always got those through corporate means, so I can't really kind of have a because go because you're you. in touch with the common man. Yeah, I'm in touch with the <laughs> yeah, common man. I, get I, it. I, I, I robbed them from. I'm, I'm very much like a sort of a Robin Hood. I go oh, from the rich and then go and watch the tennis. You give it, give it, yeah, give it to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is very poor of you. Yeah, very so, poor of me. So, yeah, yeah. so, uh, so that's mine. It's it's sort of exclusive. It's seasonal as well. You can't do it all the time. It's easy to watch, easy to understand. That's that my yeah. issue with rugby is that I still don't. Uh, okay. And I, I absolutely to this day I don't think anybody knows, really knows the rules to oh rugby. there's some elements of rugby where it's just yeah there's it, it, a lot of scope for each referee to kind of like interpret things in different ways and they say do something or say something and the crowd half of them will go yeah that's about right the other half will go that's absolutely awful but the, but the great thing is is that the whole crowd will ultimately get over that pretty quickly oh yeah absolutely yeah, I, I yeah. think that's but you know I've been to referees very, I don't think a, a premiership referee has ever had to sort of like worry about his safety following no. a match no matter <laughs> that's true. how howling a, a, a mistake he may have made that's true yeah so yeah so my, mine is tennis and and I'm that's I'm, good however I, I think you know from a best point of view if we were to kind of try and mm. come up with with what's the best cricket was was Nearly there with me. Yeah. How are you feeling about some of my specifically was that sh- yeah. the short the short format? How are you with a with a five day test? Could you go and watch a full five days? I mean, the, a that would be ridiculously expensive. Yeah. But so I have been to see a day of yeah. test cricket, and it was not too bad a day. But the fear is and the risk yeah. is that you get a shit day, yeah. or you get a day and it's already finished. Well, this it's is my one of my sort of 
dreams of retirement is oh, I kind yeah. of almost want to be one of those people you want to be a member who sits in the in the stands when there's nobody else there watching a county match with a newspaper a test, and a flask a new, of tea and, and a, you know doing the scores myself yeah. Lament, lamenting down. the fact that not everyone has to wear a tie these days <laughs> <laughs> exactly, eating slightly curled up egg and cress sandwiches. Yeah, sure, uh, and yeah, I kind of I, I crave that sort of traditional. I, I don't think it'll ever happen. I'd get very bored very quickly. I mm. imagine being the generation. Yeah, maybe. Well, that's why you got your paper there. I mean, that's what the paper's exactly, for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe an iPad. If I had an iPad, that would <laughs> yeah, be a bit better. If you had like, like decent that. Wi-Fi, you could yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I could. Yeah. I could. I, I could then watch the tennis. That's fair enough. I've got a couple of things here. So yeah, the. The one-day format specifically for the for the cricket. Yeah, we've talked about amateur matches. Golf equals nonsense. I think we've sort of covered that, haven't Golf we? Golf equals nonsense. Yeah, yep. I think we can agree. Yeah, I think I think I've covered off everything that I'd prepared here. So so we're left with cricket or tennis. Yeah, I do see your point with tennis. I I, I think, just think it's a not quite as accessible. Yeah, I, I was just about I to think say, that's the, the accessibility issue. of yeah. and especially those the people new that queue overnight to get into Wimbledon. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ooh. I would say the accessibility, especially with new formats like the 100 yeah. and, and one days and T20s, yeah. I, I would I would go for cricket. I'm quite happy to concede that cricket is the best sport to watch live. I think we've got our, we've, we've got our best there, haven't we? And I think that was the most in-depth and probably well-researched and well-thought-through and yeah. well-established best that we've done so far. I don't think anybody is going to be able to argue with that at any point. Nobody's going to be able to find any flaws in no. those arguments at all. It's, it's, it's completely watertight. I'm going to ding the bell. Duck's ass. Cricket. Okay, so for our next category of best things sporting related, we have got... Now, this is a bit of a tricky one to explain, possibly, but I'll do my best. What is the best Olympics event that you could do? You what? Me, me and you? Me, yeah, you and I. Okay. So, yeah. so what is the... Of, of all the different Olympic events, yep. which one are you best at? Now... I'm willing to have a conversation about what exactly do we mean by that. Okay. So, for example, well, first of all, I think we, I, for me, we need to be including summer and winter. Oh, this. okay. Yeah. Yep. Sliding yep. events. But I'm sort of thinking along, what's the sort of, as a percentage. So obviously, if you've got an event that's like the, that's, you know, measured in time or distance. Yeah. And then you say, well, you know, so the 100 meters, say. So the best 100-meter runners can do it in, say, 10 seconds. I know they can do it less than that. Yep. Let's say 10 seconds. Yep. And I could probably do it, I don't know, 25 seconds? That's probably a bit optimistic for me. But let's, let's say 25 seconds. Okay. So if we look at that as like a percentage, basically. Yep. So I think I'm 300% worse. No. Am I 300% worse or am I 150% worse then? Oh, shit. We're doing maths We're doing now. maths now, yeah. Nope. But do you know what Not I mean? It. So the, the, the difference there... That would be how. So, oh, which which yeah. one could you be closer in terms of a percentage of yes. what you can achieve to what they can achieve? Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Yes. So, what what the best of the best can achieve? Yeah. And then what we could, and the one the the the, the one that we think would be smallest in that is what we think is the well. That that's one. But bear in mind the the question is open to any event. Yeah. I think that we should probably rule out anything 
that's like involves fighting. So boxing, yep. judo, taekwondo. Yes. I'm just gonna just I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna get in the in the ring with any of those guys or gals. No, fat. Okay, so yep. we can just completely I'm just, discard yeah, that. I'm discounting that. So there's obviously a lot of events that you do judge in time yep. or distance. Okay. So like your javelins, your hammers, your yep. discus, that sort of thing. Yep. Do you think you could get closer to someone, say, running in terms of your it's a time uh, compared to somebody throwing? Or do you think it's comparable? I think probably throwing and simply because it's a it's a one off mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I know there's technique involved, but I think that you can you can learn technique. What you can't necessarily learn is the the muscle density to be able to <laughs> yeah, be a maybe. hundred meter sprinter. And as well, you've got that. You haven't got fatigue. For into example, the balance like with a hammer, if you could, with your current strength, now obviously all your hammer, you know, the proper, hammer, the best hammer throwers. Yep. They're like really big and strong. Yeah. But if you could learn the technique, yeah. if you could do the spinning round and letting go, and that thing's pretty heavy. Yep. Yeah. You could probably get closer yeah. to them percentage wise in distance. Agreed. Than you could to like a marathon runner. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And it also occurred to me that if let's look at marathon, which is like your longest running sport compared to your 100 meters, which is your shortest. Yep. I reckon it probably, so I was kind of trying to work this out the other day. It's probably comparable in that percentage I'm talking about. So let's say I can do 100 meters in 25 seconds. Okay. And the best people can do it in 10 seconds. Yep. So that is, it's 150% more out that I am. Yes. I think that, that's right, isn't it? I think so, yes. Why not? So let's say your best marathon runners can do that in about two hours. Is that yep. right? Yes, I think, yeah. I now, think if I could ever, I mean, I once did a half marathon yep. many years ago. It took me two hours and 12 minutes. Right. So let's say I'm just going to take at least five hours to do a marathon. Yeah. Is that a similar then? I think that's like a pretty similar, isn't it? Two hours to five hours. So this is my question. Are we talking about if we were to train or are we talking no. about if I, because I truly believe, yep. and I, I understand what you're saying about the, the marathon and the 100 meters. I truly believe, believe that if you open the door to me now and said, right, go and run a marathon, yep. I, I, I wouldn't be able to. Oh, God, no. No, so, no, no. actually, that's not 150%. That's Right. I see, yeah, I take your point. Yeah, it's you, a good point. I, could, you run, could, run I could run 100 metres. Right. I could physically run 100 metres. <laughs> yeah, that's a really it, good point. It, it may take me 25 okay. seconds, 30 seconds, 40 seconds, but I could do it. All right, side question. Of all the Olympic running events, what is the longest one you think you could achieve in one go without having to stop or, or slow down or walk, okay. run the whole way, even if it was like the slowest jog you can imagine? Okay. What, could you do 800 metres? For me. You don't think you could get 1,500 metres in one go? No. Really? No. I mean, you don't look that out of shape. You could do 1,500 metres. I mean, it's slow. You're, never, you're not going to break the four-minute mile or anything, but... No, I, I, don't think, I don't think I could. Really? Without stopping and having a bit of a... a you do football, a don't you do football? You play football? Yeah, I, I do, but that's kind of... You just hang around the goal. Starting. You're a bit of a yeah, goal. Exactly, that what you do? Yeah. <laughs> that's stopping and starting and, and a lot of shouting at people. Right, OK. In general. So yeah, no, yeah. I, maybe, maybe a push I could do, you know, if I was... You know, running away from something, maybe I could do 1,500 metres. Sure. Maybe, you know. Okay. Another thing that occurred to me is the the get-up, the attire. There's yes. some Olympic events where I just, I just, I mean, well, people might not know this, like the listeners, unless you, you already know me, but I'm a relatively, how should we say, rotund gentleman. Oh. I, 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 I'm of the shapelier 
form of the male physique. Not, I think not it's like me, who is like a, a chiselled Adonis. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't go that far, oh, but okay. yeah. Fair. So, so for me, so some of the attire, I think I would be struggling. With. For example, me, yeah, let's look at hundred meters. Yep. I wouldn't want to be lining up, yep. stood next to your Linford Christie's in a spandex onesie. I just that's just not going to be a good look. And uh, that's l- that is why I've completely dis- discounted rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> yes, absolutely, quite right. Yeah. And if you look at the winter sports, you know your, your speed skating. Yeah. All of the winter sports, they all wear tight the tight spandex stuff, don't they? They do. Uh, the, the, yeah. There's a lot of uh, and you know there's a reason for it. Obviously, it's uh, aerodynamics and all sorts of stuff. Same with the yep. swimming and stuff. I, yeah. But I, you know, I think that it would be mm-hmm. it would be tricky to kind of be seen. In those type of outfits, I, I agree. So, we're left then. We're not yep. left with, but we need to compare those, you know, running, throwing type of events with your other sort of events: your tennises, your 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 yep. badminton, yep. your your squash. Actually, a squash. Yep. I bet it has been. No, it is. Still is. Is it? I don't, Apparently, it's, it's not every year, though, is it? Well, so that there are. I, I checked a bit of a fact. There's 32 different sports yep. in the in the Paris. 2024 Summer Olympics. Right, okay. It's going to be. Okay. And that's not events, that's separate sports. Because obviously right. for events, you've got different categories and different weights for got that you. kind of yep, thing. Yep, so yep. that's different sports. Okay. Maybe squashes, I, I, I wouldn't like to say. I bet it has done. I don't think it is a yep. normal one. But the reason I mention those is that if I had to pick which sport I'm best at, yep. it's going to be a racket sport. Yes. I have played in my life a fair amount of badminton, yep. a fair amount of tennis, and a fair amount of squash. Okay. No. I mean, but I'm completely out of shape. Right. So you put me up against an Olympic champion on any of those, yep. it's going to be embarrassing. But is it going to be more embarrassing than putting me up against, you know, 100 me- doing 100 yep. metres? So that is what I've been trying to think. And it's very difficult to sort of compare do you and think, quantify do you think against and you know apologies i don't know the who the Olymp- current uh, badminton olympic champion I have is no idea do you think you'd score a point no i don't no i don't think that's that's very likely at all it's possible maybe they'll maybe they'll like they'll put put their serve long or something yeah, maybe well, and, I'll, and i'll know that it's going long and that would be my skill that i'll yeah. just judge that they've gone a bit too long but no i no, don't think no I could... athletic ability just an ability to judge the distance yeah <laughs> i don't think i could take a point off them no um, no i okay. think that well maybe you never know but no i think you're right i don't think i don't think oh, unless, in any of those sports i don't think unless it was one of those situations i saw this i can't remember which olympics it was but i saw this it was on a YouTube video or something recently where there was a thing where there was like a country that they, neither team wanted to win because who, whichever team won got the harder game in the next one or right, something. They, they won the group and, and they so kept, therefore... So these people just kept missing on purpose, basically. It was a oh, complete fast. Oh, I absolutely do that. So in, if, that was, if I was in that situation, yeah. then yes, I could possibly take not even a point, but the whole game or yeah. match off of them. I mean, what you're saying is if somebody wants to deliberately somebody lose deliberately a game... If somebody deliberately tried to lose yes, to me, no. then I could beat them. I, I, I would be worried if you couldn't. So yeah, it's very difficult. Yep. Now, of course, you've got your little niche... Thing. So you got your skateboarding, you got your surfing. I think they've done surfing yep, last they? year. Yep, surfing last year. Yep. You got your golf. I was wondering whether you thought maybe, especially if you could use your handicap. Yes. Then maybe that's which is an inability to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that's a handicap joke. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, funny enough, one of the, a couple of the things that you know, football, obviously, you know, soccer 
is in the Olympics. Yeah, and the two things I can actually do, I can play golf, you know, not brilliantly, and I can play football. Uh-huh. But then I thought, yeah, the same thing as you, really. I mean, would I even be able to, you know, hold it together with, with any of these professional sportsmen? Yeah. No, I think is the answer to that. So I kind of discounted that. But golf is a good one, actually, because it you don't have to be that physically fit to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Well, this is why I've also written down, is dance an Olympic sport? I'm pretty sure it's not. No, I, I wonder whether, so. you know, when we did it, you know, because you get the home nation, the host nation gets to choose, don't they, some of the... That's um, a couple. And I wondered whether we that would have been the oppo- our opportunity, the one opportunity to get dance on there. Yeah. Maybe if the Netherlands ever hosts, they might get it in us because they like dance. Yeah, they do. But if that was the case, but again, it's like, because I do play a bit of dance, got a dartboard um, in, my, in my office here that we're recording in. There's no point in pointing to things, is there? Well, it's for your benefit. Okay, not, no, not no, the listener. I'm just, I'm just saying it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an audio <laughs> format. Yeah, I get that. Oh wait, hang on. This is, we're not. We're not doing. This is not on for our YouTube channel. <laughs> oh my God, what's going on? Um, Are we going to monetize it? But and just in terms of physique, though. Yep. If you're talking about physique, I've yes. probably got a dance more dance physique than any other sort of thing. Do they still allow smoking whilst you're playing darts? I doubt it because no. you know just the general smoking indoors. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, in public that's true. The workplaces and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. I bet they're not even allowed to vape. No, no. So, I have... Oh, this is the other thing I thought. So, I've basically gone to to the Winter Olympics. I think that's where I'm going to find my answer for this. Okay. And I've got two possible. Go. So, you've got... So, you luge. In terms of the percentage thing I'm talking about... Yes. So, obviously, running a marathon, I'm going to be hundreds and hundreds of percent out of the best times. Yep. With luge, if I can just stay on the fucking thing yes and just go down the thing and grab i mean gravity's doing your, your heavy lifting here isn't yep. it really yeah i wonder what the percentage would be i wonder what your average joe blogs if they just got on a luge or the other one the bob skeleton bob skeleton bob if they could just get down without yes. falling off i wonder what sort of times would be and, and what the ratio would be compared to your, to, your, to your because record. you're talking about incremental kind of gains around the corners and stuff yeah, exactly that's where the really good people are making their time yeah. is that they're going down that course but you could probably be within 10 seconds of a 40 yeah. second course or whatever you yeah. know probably I, I don't know but that's yeah that was one thought yeah the other thing is is that recently i've got into i say got into but our friend nathan friend yeah. of the show friend of the show did the recording for us last week he and I have been doing some indoor bowl, bowls recently. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe curling. Oh, lovely. So yeah. you don't, so it's the, the, my physique, my fitness doesn't really come into it. Yep. I've always, it's pretty much bowls, basically. It's exactly, it's almost the same rules. Yep. You're trying to get your thing, big heavy thing, to land as close to the other thing as possible. A stone, isn't it? Into the it's house. It's a stone into the house. Yep. To, I don't, yeah. And then you've got your bullseye thing in the, in the middle of the and house. And then you've got, you've got your, your, Brushes. Well, that's the bit that I obviously you don't have that in, in indoor bowling. So no. that that is the, the the factor there that I wouldn't have. But mm. I'm, so I'm thinking of those two. And now I've been talking about them out loud. I'm thinking luge, luge or Bob Skeleton. Absolutely. I think that's where I've landed. That's where you've landed. Well, I, I've funnily enough, uh, you know, gone for summer Olympics. Okay. So you know, but I, I've gone similar to you in. One of my picks, which is downhill mountain biking. Oh, okay. Which is a, a an Olympic sport now. In, but is that something you do? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I, I, although, I, what I'm saying is I can ride a bicycle. 
You can stay up on a bicycle. I can stay on a bicycle. But you've seen the sort of jumps and stuff that involve. I mean, it's pretty high. You'll just go quite slowly, and you just think that it will, you'd still get down reasonably quickly. Yeah, I've got yeah. I've got a helmet. Uh, you know, I've yeah. got a helmet. I sometimes ride to work. You've got, you got a hell of a can-do attitude. I'll give you that. Uh, I've, I, I think what you need is a pair of knee pads. <laughs> Down, downhill motor, motor yeah. biking is mostly confidence. Yeah, yeah. I think it 99% is. 99% confidence. It's all to do with a can-do attitude. 99% confidence and 1% mountain bike, yeah. I reckon. I think. And, yeah. you know, you've got... These new mountain bikes, they pretty much ride themselves. <laughs> they ride themselves. They do. They've got they're all carbon <laughs> fibre. They've got suspension, all yeah. sorts of stuff, right? I get my board shorts on. I put a pair of Vans on. Stump pegs? You got any stump pegs on there? Well, I don't think you're giving anybody a backy down there, are you? <laughs> I don't know, but maybe. But yeah, so that, that was my first thought. My next one was BMX cross riding. Oh, because you don't have to do the jumps. Well, you've you got could the just little go hills. ride over the, the yeah. hills, but you don't have to actually jump them, do you? I, what, when I was young, we knew each other when, when we were very young, actually. Yeah. And I had a BMX. I had a Haro Freestyler with, with white mags. Sorry, what, what are mags? The, the wheels. But right. they were sort of like oh, okay. the, the plastic the, wheels. With the three than, spokes rather with than... With the three yeah, spokes. I got you. And oh, I used to love my mountain bike. And I think that I could go back to that, right? And I think that, again, looking at BMX riding, it's a lot about style. And I think I've got <laughs> the style for it. <laughs> <laughs> An open face helmet, a pair yeah. of Oakley sunglasses. Yeah. You're pretty much there. You know, the the nice shoulder pads, I think. But if I was going to pick, I think I would go for the downhill mountain biking because it, 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 it's gravity. Again. And there's less pedaling, you know. It's with the BMX, you are going to have to be putting some effort, aren't you? You are, and I, I don't think I would be quite there. But it's short courses, and there's a lot of yeah. pedaling and then oh, leaving off the, the pedals. the start of the BMX in, that always looks pretty bloody mm-hmm. hair-raising, doesn't it? With the gate yeah. thing that goes down, yeah. I agree. So one of those, and, and I think I'm going to go for downhill mountain biking. Okay. That's the thing I think I could do. The other one, now I'm thinking about it, sorry, was, was shooting. Oh, the skeet. skeet. Well, oh, more your pistol. Or yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, so pistol shooting with a target or archery, because that's that yeah. not that difficult, can it? That's true, actually. I mean, that's, actually, hand, that's the closest you're going to get to dance in the Olympics, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah. Steady hand. Just you know the, the the air pistol or whatever lying on your front. Yeah. I don't what about know. the? I suppose. I mean, I'm going back to the winter again. But you've got your uh, your biathlon. Yes. With, yeah. But the that cross country yeah. stuff that looks pretty hard work. Awful on the calves. Yeah. I reckon the, the, the cross country skiing. So I'm led to believe oh, it's going to be a nightmare. So okay. So what what are you? So I've landed on luge. What are you landing on? What what one are you going to pick? I'm, I, I'm downhill mountain biking. So of the two, I've got to admit. I think luge. Do you? Just because I think, I think the downhill mountain biking, the obstacles you need to negotiate. Yeah. I think you need an awful lot of technique, just just to even get through the obstacles. But that's assuming that I don't have that technique. Well, I think you've already. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, obviously, you've got like a, a your, you know, a lot of BMX experience from childhood, obviously, and that shows through. Yeah. Just to see you walk around. You can see the poise and the balance, and you think, well, that guy's clearly done a lot of BMXing in his life. Exactly. I've got the the, the, the poise and the yeah. attitude of ex-BMX stunt guy Andy Ruffle. I'll, I'll take your word for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm tempted to Google it just because I'm pretty sure that you just picked that name randomly. That, that is a proper BMXer. I once saw Andy Ruffle doing a BMX stunt show at VMW Motors. I was there! 
at the end of... He jumped, one of them jumped over me. I led on the floor and he jumped over me. So there you go, and you yeah. doubt me. Amazing. There you go. I got, I got, I bet I, at one point I got a load of their autographs, because yeah. there was a few of them. I bet I got that guy's autograph. Andy there. Ruffle. I have no idea. But for me, that's, that's amazing. It's like a little blast down memory lane there. Go on. Like, yep. Suddenly, he just forced me down memory lane. Took you back help. there. Yeah. I, I just think that Luge is, you can just go down. I mean, like it's going to be quite hairy, but I think if you just hang on, yep. if you're not worried about hitting the absolute best apex and rinsing every corner for every amount, yep. I bet you can get down there. I don't think you'd need that much experience to get from top to the bottom without falling off. I, I, I agree, and I'm, I'm prepared to go for luge. Although I do I, I do have to say that one of your criteria was not wearing spandex. Yeah, that's a really good point. But So what are you, what are you going doing in a boiler suit? or a, <laughs> Because, again, if you're not worried about the incremental gains of the aerodynamic suit, yeah. you can go down in well, exactly. a, 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 you know, a, a shell suit or, oh. you know, the... Well, the, I mean, the full tail coat that you're wearing now. <laughs> well, thank you for noticing. I was wondering when you were going to mention that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I could just go down in like some, you know, warm weather, but make sure I've got a scarf, mitts, make sure I'm wrapped up for the for the elements. You know, yeah, just exactly. like said you when you were a kid. Exactly. Oh yeah, I'm prepared to concede that the best thing that we we would both do the best Olympic sport. And this sounds very torturous now, doesn't it? That was saying <laughs> the best Olympic sport that yeah. we would be good at. Yep. As we are now. Compared to the best people at it. Compared to the best people at it. Yes. Without the particular clothing. Yep. Is the luge. Couldn't it be simpler? It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that, really. Go. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to bell it. So, that brings us to the end of this episode. Hopefully, we've established a few more bests. Some of them quick fire and snappy, a few more in the long form format, which I think is nice to get a little balance of the two. Yep. Paul and I are going to come up with some more ideas for more episodes in the future. We've got new ideas for features. So, if you're listening to this, do check out any future episodes. And if you've got any ideas for anything that you're wondering what is the best of something, like, for example, you're having a conversation with someone. Yeah. When you say you're at the pub, you don't want to get your phone out and Google it, right? Nobody wants to do that. That's an absolute rigmarole. What you oh. want to do is you want to email us, yep. wait for us to get the email, yep. include that in an episode, yes. and then actually publish that episode. Listen to it with the person. Listen to that, it with the person. Yeah, alongside. And then come up with a you know a definite decision on which is the best of the thing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. If you want to do that or say anything else to us, you can email us on the best podcast pod at gmail.com great and I think that that's about it for this week isn't it Paul yep thanks for listening